Good evening, baseball fans. It is Sunday, April 2nd. I am Susie. That is Tom over there. Not Shelby, in case you were looking for Shelby. Although maybe Shelby looks different these days. I know, I'm just kidding. It's Tom. From Astros Baseball Podcast. Uh, if you are an Astros fan, obviously, well, I don't know. I say obviously, you would be an Astros fan or you wouldn't be over here. But maybe you're just a fan of us as people and just want to listen to our voices. Talk about the Astros. Maybe? I don't know. <laughs> Anyhow, it is episode seven of Back That Astros Up. Here's your warning. We drop the F-bombs. Inappropriate adult humor. And alcohol will be consumed all during this episode. And trust me when I say that if cuss words are not your thing, or if you have small children around and you don't want them to hear the cuss words, you should probably not listen to this around them. Because there will be a literal ton of cuss words. Lots of cuss words. Because we're going to be discussing the White Sox <laughs> opening weekend series. And there has been so much frustration, so much frustration over this series. So again, I tell you, if you are not a fan of cuss words, you should probably just exit out. If you don't care about your kids listening, by all means, have them listen. Maybe they'll maybe they'll learn new cuss words or new iterations of cuss words. I don't know. There's a fun story that my two-year-old, three-year-old, three-year-old at the time, just made up a whole new cuss word. Just mashed two cuss words together in which I've never said them in that iteration before. Just made it up <laughs> by her once onesies. I was like, oh, look at you. Anyways, so... At some point in time, maybe you'll hear it. I don't know. Did you get to go to any of the games? Tom? I was not that fortunate. Tickets were sold out. I wasn't going to pay for standing room only and then be like so far away from like being able to see the game. Plus, I don't know. Something, something about like, you know, being like trying to get in, get out. Like, nah, just wasn't my speed. Not, not, not for opening day. Okay. So, I a while back, Shelby and I talked about maybe possibly going to opening day. She's like, no, I'm not going to go. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, And then we didn't discuss anymore. And then this hoe sends me a freaking picture <laughs> at like 530 of the outside of Minute Maid Park. Where are you at? I was like, bitch, I know you did not decide to go to opening day and this is how you freaking tell me i was so mad I was so mad she's like and that was before first pitch yeah and then the series happened and 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 now a metric fuck ton of frustration later here's Susie. so much frustration <laughs> so much so much fucking frustration i how in the actual fuck do you let chas mccormick sit on the freaking bench and start Jake Myers. Do I'm taking it off the wall. I'm taking. Just, uh -oh. just hold on. Just, uh -oh. just hold. Ooh. Oh, here we go. My husband got this for me because he knows. Because he knows how much I love Chaz McCormick. Oh yeah. Look at the hero photo right there. Uh huh. Uh huh. With the scribble on it and everything. 
If you're not watching on YouTube, go watch on YouTube, okay? Because I'm I'm holding up a picture of the catch. The catch. And if you're an Astros fan, you know what I'm talking about. The catch. No. An autograph picture. Chaz Angel in the dirt. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. How, how do you let this man? Chaz McCormick. Sit on the bench. And Jake Myers take his place. On opening day? Like, okay, I, I can I can maybe see the Jake Myers experience, whatever. But on opening day, you don't let this man play? You want to talk about a shot to the freaking nuts? I don't even have nuts, but I'm pretty sure that's what it fucking felt like. <laughs> you want to talk about shaking someone's confidence? What more does this man have to do? For the love of God, Miles Straw was the center fielder for the Astros. We can all we can all agree that Chaz McCormick is a better hitter than than Miles Straw, can't we? Or or are there people out there that are going to fight me on that too? They're going to fight you on that. I I agree with you though. Look, I we all know that he's not he's not George Springer. Okay. We we know this. Is Jake Myers George Springer? No. No, he is not. No, he is the fuck not. And I understand, I understand. Jake Myers got hurt diving for a ball in the ALDS and gave his body to the Astros. I, I understand that. Kudos to you, Jake Myers. But if you're not ready to be that center fielder again, then what the fuck are you doing out there? Because it sure as shit ain't fielding fucking balls. What? Even I, even I as a new baseball fan that has not watched baseball all my entire life, obviously I have no ability, but I know that you're not supposed to stop and let the ball come to you when there's runner us on base. <laughs> I'm really I'm really trying not to yell, y'all. Like I'm really, really trying not to yell. The All play right. the play that Susie's talking about, uh opening day, guy on first base, Elvis Andrews on first base, you know, the routine single hit up the middle. Jake kind of takes like a circle path to it, kind of like waits for the ball to come to him as opposed to charging it. Andrew goes from first to third. Now there's potential for a run being scored on just something that, you know, it, the play was in front of him, so he could have held him to, to one base had he had done a better job of charging the ball. But but Jake Myers is just so I, – I feel like when I watch Jake, he plays not to mess up. He's sitting there the entire time, whether it's in the batter's box, on the field, going, don't fuck this up, don't fuck this up, don't fuck this up. And that's how he's playing. And it's impossible to play that way because – you, you play scared. And once he got hurt, I think it shook all his confidence, and that's the way he is. The reason that he's playing, and I don't agree with it, because if you told me he was tearing the cover off, off the ball in spring training and he was just white hot, okay, whatever. But there was nothing like that. This is no. totally Dusty saying, Jake was my guy before, or uh, yeah, Jake was my guy before Chaz, and I owe it to Jake. <clears throat> there's no There's no numbers. There's no nothing that that says, but if but if just like Susie said, 
if this man makes this catch for you and helps you win a World Series, you owe him the ability to be out there day one with his boys in the gold. He didn't get to wear the gold jerseys. Helped win him, didn't get to wear them because he didn't play. Not not only did he not play the first day, he didn't play the second day, which was ring day. So I, I guess he wore it, but it was in the dugout. He didn't actually take the field in those jerseys. My mind is befuddled. I I was screaming, screaming. I ranted at Mike for like three minutes, and he just looked at me. He's like, "Isn't isn't this why you have a podcast?" <laughs> Poor Mike. That. He's like, I got to do this. Go, go, go over there and like do do. This. And he just he's like shaking his head. I'm, all, I'm like, look, I, I can't, I can't do this on there. Like I literally, I was like screaming at him, and he's like, what did I do to you? Well, it's not you. It's just it's Jake Myers. And he's like, you are literally are not forming words right now, Susie. I'm like, this is why. This is why I got to do you first. To get all the initial rage out. And, I, and it wasn't even like the day of. It was the day after. So you would think after I like slept on it. And could calm down. I would be a normal rational human being. No I was not. I was not. Wasn't. <laughs> you had more time to think about it huh? More time to go. They really did that? That really happened? I lived through that? I. Was. And then. Mauricio Dubon, sweet, precious Mauricio Dubon and your adorable dogs as this opening day, second basement. What are we doing? Why? Why? You're uh, is his defense really that much better than David Hensley? No. We know it's not his batting capability. <clears throat> No. We I need to know. I need to know what Chas McCormick and Ryan Stanick have done to Dusty Baker in order to piss him off so fully that he will not use them appropriately as the pieces he has on the team and that's a whole right. I just brought Ryan Stanick into this, and that's just a whole other that's a whole other issue, y'all. That's a whole other issue. But why? 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 Mauricio Dubon, are you the starting day second baseman when David Hensley is right is right there? He's right there. He's right there. I'll tell you, that one is another one of Dusty's guys. <clears throat> and it's it's one of those deals where you know you're on the playground back when you were a kid and your team captain, someone else's team captain. Yes. Uh, Timmy might be able to hit a little bit better, but me and Johnny are boys. So I'm going to pick Johnny. So Dusty, in my opinion, took uh, Dubon and took Jake because those are guys that he actually built this bond with and felt like he owed them the, the ability to start. I don't think that either of those guys are better than their replacements. The numbers bear it bear it out when they played later on in the series. This is just his guys. The Stanek thing, I, I'll argue that one though. I've I've watched enough of Ryan Stanek to not feel nearly as confident in him as a lot of other people do. He has a hard time with guys on base. He needs a clean inning. And it's just like a lot of the times he's doing it in mop up. He's never in high leverage. Anytime there's high leverage, 
You see him get a little uh, wild with the wild zone. Wild with it, yeah. And, and the, I think the real thing, too, everything he throws doesn't move. It's fat. It's hard. Yeah. But it's straight. And I feel like. Hey, some people like hard and straight. Tom, like. I... <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I, I, I seem to remember many, many, many of individuals say it is not. <laughs> it is not how hard and fast. <laughs> but how well oh, you use it. it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so. David has these numbers. We'll 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 circle back. We will circle back to Ryan Stanek because Ryan Stanek needs to be talked about because there was a there was a there was a place in time where I, I was like, oh, okay, we're gonna bring Ryan Stanek out because it was a sixth inning. But no, we brought Brian Abreu in with the bottom of the lineup. I'm all, what what happened? Is Ryan is Ryan Stanek alive? Is he down there in the bullpen? What? Why is Brian Abreu coming out in the sixth inning? Like that is not a situation where where I'm thinking Brian Abreu is going to be. Not in the sixth inning, and not with the bottom of the lineup. Maybe the heart of the order. Maybe the top of the order, but not the bottom of the order. But again, maybe they. Uh, and don't get me wrong, Brian Abreu can pitch wherever wherever the fuck he's going to pitch, and he's going to just throw. Just straight filth. So, hooray! But why are you going to waste him on the bottom of the order when Ryan Stanek is right there and could take care of him? Like, that's... Because I agree with you that there's that there's some wildness to Ryan Stanek and he needs to be in this... But... What? Jack. I think, I think when you get Abreu in the sixth, and this is just... I don't have anything to back it up, just, just my opinion. You can bet money... That you're gonna get Neris, Rafa Montero, Presley in that order. I think when you get Stanek in the sixth, then you're gonna get Abreu, Montero, Presley. It just depends on if he's using Hector Neris, in my opinion. Because yeah. he trusts Hector Neris, I think, more than he trusts Brian Abreu. You see Neris a lot middle of the lineup, top of the lineup, where I think you get Abreu bottom of the lineup, maybe one, two, and then so on and so forth. That's true. And it's worked. So I think that yeah. has a lot to do with it too. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about the bullpen. We'll talk about, the, we're going to circle back to the bullpen. But first we got to, I got to rant. I got to rant more about Jake Myers because Jake, Jake Myers <clears throat> Is he over eight or over six? I can't remember. He's over something with, mm-hmm. with like with a walk. Maybe let me let me pull up his baseball reference for for these games because I'll tell you what. Baz McCormick said, "All right, fine, fine. You wanna you wanna start Jake Myers? Look what I can do. Look what I can do. Look what have, look what has been sitting on your fucking bench for the last two games. That first game." That first game we could have won had mm-hmm. we had not Jake Myers, Mauricio Dubon, and Martin Maldonado in there. And so many people are going to cancel us. So many people. But like Maldi. And Maldi's doing better. He's doing better. 
He, he got a hit today. He's been walking more. We need more of that. We need more of that. But nobody, nobody is afraid of Martin Maldonado on, on, uh, facing at the plate, right? No one. Just a big, giant black hole down there. Yeah, but that's okay, though. You're you're allowed one. And I think that what Maldi does on the defensive end and handling these young pitchers is worth whatever you got to give up on the offensive end. The problem that, that if there is a problem with the Astros club, which there isn't, is that you can't have two other black holes with them because that makes you mortal. It makes you the Dodgers. It makes you the Yankees. It makes What makes the Astros so elite is that one through like seven, they're, they're a problem. Right. So, and, and, and I think as long as they tread water until, uh, you know, Altuve until, gets back. Uh, until Altuve gets back, until Brantley gets back. <clears throat> yeah. So, so while we are upset, the, 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 the house is not on fire. We're not the dude in there with the coffee cup going, you know, <laughs> everything's fine. fine. Yeah. Yeah. We're okay. not that guy. We're, we're, we're not, we're not the guy from the Simpsons, you know, on the, on the bus. I can't think of his name. Like I'm in danger. We're not that guy. Oh, you know? um, not, not Ralph. Uh, yeah, it is. Ralph. It is Ralphie. Yeah, it is. No, okay. We're, we're like, not that. We're not there. We're not there. These yet. are, these are, these are elite first world problems. <laughs> <laughs> we're not there yet. Okay. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not there yet. However, if I see Jake Myers, Mauricio Dubon and Martin Maldonado in the same lineup again, there will be more rants. There will be, there'll be more rants. Look, like you can only give me one black hole at a time. You can only give me one player <laughs> at a time, okay? Only one, only one. All right. Woo. When there's when there's three of them, not enough Susie. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's just it's just not. And then now people are gonna come for me and be like, oh well, what about the lineup with Corey Jolks, Yanir Diaz, and David Hensley in it? Give it to me. Give me give me that lineup. I will take that lineup. I will I will I will I will take that lineup. Give me that lineup. But see, the difference with those guys, and yes, you can argue about their youth all you want. They hit well in spring training. They hit well for, for Sugarland. These mm -hmm. guys were actually producing wherever they were. You know the story on Jake right now. Granted, a year and a half ago, he was a different animal. Dubon has been that guy, basically, the entire defender. time he's been here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That he's never shown anything at the plate that made you think, well, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not at all. No. Uh, Chaz McCormick, you want to know what his OPS is right now? His a OPS lot. right now is 1250. You want to know Jake Myers' OPS right now? <laughs> I bet you he weighs more than his OPS right now. He does. He does. It's a one, 143, dot 143, okay? FYI, like, what, the, the higher number to the thousands we get, the better. In, in case anybody doesn't know, because I didn't know for a long time, okay? the the That's the scale. We want 1.00 whatever. If you are past, if there is another number that's not a zero after that, that decimal point, that's some good shit. So Chaz McCormick having an OPS of a 1.250 is really fucking good. That's what that number means. When your OPS 
is 143, that means you suck ass and not in a good way. Okay? <laughs> that means you are not a good baseball player and you deserve to be on the bench. Someone else's bench. Not mine. Not mine. But listen, listen. If you want to see Jake Myers gone, this is this is probably the way to, to steal from the Mandalorian because he has to be out there not playing well for people to go, you know, Dana Brown's not a dummy. He's going to be like, look, man, he's, I'm sure he's a great guy. I'm sure he loves animals, you know, probably does really good charitable work, but he's not Astro material. So you mean to tell me that his, his one walk and four strikeouts aren't enough to get him off the team? I mean, I really want it to be. I really want it to be. And see, here's the thing too. If you remember, there was another center fielder once upon a time that was horrible at the plate. Big defensive guy. He now plays for Tampa Bay. Look, Jose Siri sealed his own fate. True. Jose Siri sealed his own fate <clears throat> when he bet flipped and then showboated <laughs> about it because you know Dusty Baker didn't like that shit. No. And I feel like that because it was for a long time, it was it was those three fighting for center field. And then literally right after that home run, Jose Siri saw no playing time. Jose Siri came in in the seventh, eighth inning for pinch hit runs. Bearded Otter says the White Sox starting pitching was pretty good. It was. It really was. Uh, Dylan Cease is filthy. That that guy. Dylan Cease gonna... was otherworldly. Otherworldly. There we go. So I don't. I will. I will give a pass to Jake Myers on Dylan Cease night. I will give him a pass for his. Pathetic appearance at the plate. I'm not going to give him a pass for what he did in the freaking center field. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to do it. And then what was that other ball that he at the? It wasn't at the fence, but it was close. Like if he if he kind of jumped, he could have gotten it. What what are we doing here? I I feel like you summed it up correctly in the last in the bourbon and baseball episode, which y'all haven't seen yet. When you said that he's playing, he's playing scared. He's playing not to fuck up. And in doing so he's fucking up because the Jake Myers that leapt into the wall that hurt his shoulder is not the same Jake Myers that we have now. And I was really, really hoping that it was not going to be the same Jake Myers that we saw last season when he came back and you could tell that he was not the same Jake Myers. And then they sent him down to Sugarland. And see, this is the real problem with Jake Myers. It's the fact that there, there, there is potential there. You know, when he first came on the scene, when he, they first brought him up from Sugarland, they thought he was the heir apparent. They thought he was Jeremy Pena. He was going to be the guy to replace George Springer. And he did that. He did that all up until the point he got injured. And then once he got injured, it became, oh, crap, I got to hurry up and get back before somebody gets my spot. Yeah. So now he's been trying to defend this position that he's in, 
and it's messing with his head. It's all between his, I think it's all between his ears. The minute he gets back to being that guy that's just like fearless and like, hey, I'm just out here having fun. These are my guys. I'm having a great time. Instead of worried about being a big leaguer, you'll get Jake Myers just like just like Jose Siri went to Tampa and then he starts hitting the cover off the ball. Then he right. starts playing with the flair. You know what I mean? Like right. he genuinely was having a hard time dealing with the expectations of playing center field for the World Series contending, now World Series champion Houston Astros. Right. So that, I think, weighs on him heavily. And you can just see it. You can just see it. His body language screams, don't screw up, don't screw up, don't screw up. I, I, it's, it's, so, it's so frustrating. And the if you want to throw numbers at it or whatever and say, oh, well, Chaz can't hit right-handed pitching, okay, that's fine. Because that's essentially what Dusty said, right? Dusty said that the that he thought that Jake Myers would do better against Dylan Cease's fastball the first night. Sure, he did. He did. He he sat up there and struck out looking. Again, Dylan Cease, otherworldly. Otherworldly, so I will forgive that. I okay. But I know Jake, I, I know Chaz would have at least swung at something. <laughs> you know what this did do too, if you think about it. If you were going to make a case for Chaz, Chaz did get the better end of the pitching break. You know what I mean? Right. So where now it looks lopsided the other way, if Chaz would have faced Dylan Cease and Lance Lynn and struggled and Jake would have came in and faced Clevenger and who was the other pitcher? Gio. Gio, Yeah. Yeah. and, And got a couple knocks. Then maybe we're looking at it the other way going, what the hell's wrong with Chaz? And oh, Jake's back. So well yeah, but, again, if you're if you're a Chaz guy, this works out in your favor. Bearded daughter, don't talk to me about Clevenger. I'm so pissed. I'm so pissed that we that <laughs> Clevenger pitched what like well, I'm gonna rant on Clevenger in just a minute after I'm done with this rant, okay? Just because if we want to talk about right-handed versus left-handed pitching. Fine. Jake didn't do shit against right-handed pitching. But then why Why are we not putting in Chaz as a pinch hitter when there were runners on in, what is that, the seventh? When they were facing Bummer? Left-handed pitcher. And he has, what, like a 942 against left-handed pitching? So, okay. So, uh, we're just, we're just not, we're just, just going to leave those, leave those guys on base? Cause it's our favorite fucking hobby. Just we're just gonna leave all the guys just over there on the base. Not. I'm so mad. I'm still so mad, and I'm mad about Clevenger because Clevenger is a trash human being, and he doesn't even have to do with his freaking baseball capabilities. Although that stupid whatever thing he does, the little baby stutter step i can't even call it a stutter step i don't even know what it is it's like he got ants in his pants is what who said that (laughs) on the broadcast today um mike something uh i'm 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 forgetting his name on the astros broadcast mike he was an old baseball player an old pitcher pitcher stanton mike stanton yeah Mike Stanton said that he had ants in his pants. And I was like, that is the best iterate. Like, yes, that is, that is it. He has ants in his pants. And so if you're going to get mad 
at Luis Garcia and say that Luis Garcia has to change his entire windup. How are we not? How are we not doing anything against Michael Clevenger and his freaking ants in his pants thing? Is it because he's not taking a step step back per se, and it's just in place? Like, what is that about? Why? Why didn't Alvarez pinch hit in the ninth? That you know, let's. That's a good question, and and one that I, I don't know because I had that same question. I believe that in September you're probably going to get Alvarez pinch hitting in the ninth. I believe that in April they're probably going to be. I'd rather have him in September. Right now with Jordan's hands, they're being so overly cautious. Don't exactly know what's going on with them. But clearly, he's not 100%. They've already came out and said he's not going to play every day. And that's why they're carrying an extra, you know, outfielder. So I really think I'd rather have Jordan in September than worry about pinch hitting in April, you know. And splitting a series with the White Sox. Yeah. I mean, congratulations, White Sox, for having healthy players now. And then... I don't know, playing people in the correct positions. Cause last season was not, was not the good, was not the good for, for healthy players. And I mean, Pedro, I, I feel like Pedro Grafal changing out managers, replacing, you know, Tony Larusa, may, maybe has something to do with overall club vibes. I keep using the word vibes. Environment. There we go. It's more professional word. Environment. <laughs> so, you know, how weird was it that Jose, them throwing to Jose Abreu? Do you think that it was weird for them? I feel like maybe it was weird. I don't know. They hit him. So I think if it was weird, maybe they would have stayed away from him. Instead, they were, they were in him like trying to beat him inside a lot. So I, for one, feel like Jose was a little weird. I think the first couple games he was super nervous, super like trying to prove right. some things. And uh, then you saw as the series went on, he settled in. He started getting a couple knocks. He had two hits in each of the last two games. I think big things probably in Detroit. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what kind of numbers they put up against a team that they should – be able to put up some numbers against let's hope let's hope let's hope that it's not let's hope they're not the athletics and um our bats disappear i feel bad for for breggy because i mean we all know that he starts off a little slow mm -hmm. but not this slow not what is that over 12 now over 16 it's, it's one of those things for me that I feel he had a lot of extra attention on him that probably he was thinking about other things. He had the ESPN. He was mic'd up. He had his boy Mark Wahlberg saying play ball in the stadium, wishing him happy birthday over, over the PA. I, I just don't think his head was all the way in it. I think, and I mean, a good pitching too, you know, Dylan Cease one night. Uh, not so much Giolito. He probably should have got to Giolito. Probably should have got to Lance Lynn. Clevenger pitched well. I, I, as much as I believe he is a garbage human being, 
in the same vein. He's always been a decent pitcher when he wasn't being a garbage human being. Him being a garbage human being is what kept him off the field half the time, so he couldn't be a decent pitcher. Yeah, Greg's will be uh, fine though. Greg's will be fine. He will. He always f- figures it out. I just, I just, you can see the frustration on his, on his face though, and he, and what sucks is he was putting some good swings on, on some pitches, but you're like, what's going on? So what if I told you? Tom, what if I told you that Mauricio Dubon? Oh boy. <laughs> what if I told you Mauricio Dubon has a has a um no he doesn't. Just kidding. It's not Mauricio Dubon. Cause <laughs> oh because Mauricio has three plate appearances and just nothing. Just a big nothing burger from Mauricio. Um, but what, what if I told you that that Jake Myers has a higher OPS than than Alex Bregman does right now? If you uh, if you ended the season today, I think uh, you can talk about Alex Bregman not needing all that money that he probably <laughs> should be uh, commanding in a, in a, an extension because a guy like Mauricio Dubon's got better numbers. I think he'll be just fine. He will. I mean, he will. He will figure it out because it's it's Bregy, and we all know how how obsessed he is with upping his game. But he always starts out slow. Always. I think the one positive that you got to take away from this is that you're seeing Kyle Tucker like slides out from day one. Jordan, when he's in, lights out as well. Like these guys are barreling up balls, and 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 you know that eventually. There's going to be like a, 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 I don't know, two, three week period. In when the everyone of, is hot at the same time. Exactly. Exactly. Like right now you deal with, okay, I only get 30% of the lineup producing and the other 30% looking like they're lost, completely lost. Hot garbage. But, <clears throat> and it may, it may turn around in the Tiger series. You may turn around and see them put up seven, eight, nine runs tomorrow for, their guy hunter brown hunter brown let's hope let's hope okay uh speaking of kyle tucker we're gonna we're gonna talk about hunter brown and and the upcoming series in just a minute but i really want to talk about kyle tucker because if you're a fan of the astros the last couple years you know that it takes a good a good hot minute for kyle tucker to light up and be the kyle tucker we all know and love right i really do feel like that wbc locked him in and just because he from the jump he's been so for let's see 13 uh excuse me 13 plate appearances 10 at bats he has um three hits with one home run and four rbis one stolen base talk about stolen bases Chaz mccormick just stealing all kinds of bags saying hey guess what Guess what I can do as well as hit <laughs> and field. I can steal fucking bags as well. How many how many stolen bases does Jake Myers have? <laughs> none. Nine. And that's not nine <laughs> as in like the number nine. That is nine as in no in German. Because <clears throat> I 
have multiple languages under my belt. I'm just kidding. That's I don't. Zero. A big fat zero for Jake Myers. But you know what Jake Myers has done? He struck out four times. Whew. That's a big number. I saw one, I saw one tweet somebody posted the other day. Cause I didn't get I didn't get to see there was a couple games I missed or or didn't get to watch them, but I got to like listen to them. And there was one where it showed where Jake Myers never saw a strike and struck out. Like there was never anything in the strike zone. And like when you see that, it's just like, wow, I mean, that 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 has to be nerves. It has to be because I don't think he's he's been a bad hitter throughout his career. Right. You know what I mean? Like in the minor leagues, not not so much big league stuff. Obviously, he's still really young, but to not see a strike and swing three times is pretty tough. He's he's pressing and I feel bad. I do. But when he's again, when he's right there, like you want to play Jake Myers, okay, play Jake Myers, but not on the first opening day when oh, I think that I think that's what pisses me off the most is the opening day snub. Not, I mean, besides the fact that, you know, Jake Myers has not been performing and Chaz has, <clears throat> but it's opening day. Like, you want to play Jake Myers? Fine. Like, give Chaz opening day and play Jake Myers the the, the rest of the time. But give, give Chaz McCormick freaking opening day. I was surprised when he didn't get ring day. I get, okay, maybe Dylan Cease, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But the book was out on Lance Lynn and Vegas and everybody expected the Astros to score. So you weren't worried about needing the extra offense from center field. There was no reason Chaz shouldn't have played day two. That, that, that for me, that's the more disrespect than day one. That I, I'm. Uh, and, and then for Dusty to say that, oh, well, it was James Click that liked jake myers so no like it's because because he blamed because he because he said oh well you know james click really like we really like him blah 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 like wanted to see how so no it wasn't it wasn't because obviously james click is not here anymore and guess guess who is dusty baker dusty baker is here so i'm just hoping against hope that dana brown i feel like dana brown is a smart man i feel like everything that he's done has has pointed to the fact that he is a smart man and that maybe just maybe he will sit Dusty Baker's ass down and be like, look, I understand. I understand. Jake Myers, boy, I get it. You can't. You can't. Bearded Otter, this is what Bearded Otter wants to know. Tom, I need you. I want. I want your first reaction on this. Oh no, not at all. <laughs> not not at all. You Dusty, would think you would think because he's because you that's what you normally want. Mm-mm. It's all gut. All gut. You know what? I woke up today and I had a dream that Jake Myers was my center fielder. That that and I have no obviously I have no inside, you know, but for me, watching Dusty make his lineups in the two plus years that Dusty's been making these lineups. There's never been a whole lot of rhyme or reason with hot bat or numbers. I mean, sometimes there's some, but for the most part, 
I think he's just got an affinity for certain players and he plays the same thing to be said with the whole Michael Brantley, uh, Jeremy Pena, who's in the two hole thing. Now, utmost respect for uncle Mike, uncle Mike, professional hitter. That is why he is called a professional hitter because the guy is amazing. But in my opinion, he can hit anywhere in the lineup. Does not matter where you put uncle Mike. He is going to go up there and do his business. The numbers support Jeremy Pena being in the two hole, or at least I guess now at the top of the lineup, he's, he's done pretty well right. leadoff as well. When you put him at the bottom, he struggles. Numbers bear it out. Does not change a thing for Dusty at all. He said, if Michael Brantley's in the lineup, he's batting in the two hole. End yeah. of story. Well, and it's just like, you know, you would think, yes, we're, we're going to go <clears throat> with the hot bet, but um, you know, that, that, that would say that Martin Maldonado's ass would have been sat down and Christian Vasquez would have been our catcher last year when we got Christian Vasquez at the freaking trade deadline. You would think. <laughs> you would think. Mm-hmm. You would think that at some point in time, he would have sat Yuli's ass down and been like, I'm sorry, sir. You are a rally killer and we need a party starter. Or at least someone who will just get on base. Let somebody else kill the rally. Don't get me wrong. I loved Yuli and his pineapple hair. But we can all agree that Yuli, during the regular season, was hot garbage at the plate. Right? Like, we can all agree with that. That won't get us canceled. The one thing that that can't be forgot, though, playoff Yuli is a thing. Play... When playoff Yuli gets enough rest, playoff Yuli is is the Yuli that we is batting champion Yuli. Mm-hmm. So maybe in Miami, he will be that. Maybe. But I will take party starter Jose Abreu over rally killer Yuli Gurriel. Uh, but no. Dusty going with a hot bat. That's precious. I wish Dusty went with a hot bat. Hensley probably would have been that. I felt bad today. Hensley did not have a good showing today. Although he got a hit. He got hit. And there were some calls. There were some calls. I didn't think that that whole like rookie ump thing was really a thing. And then I watched some of these at bats. I'm sorry. What now? That's that's not a strike. That's, that's <laughs> at his ankles. I know he's a tall son of a bitch, but don't I don't think the strike zone is that big. Um, let's see. David Hensley's numbers: eight at bats, one run, two hits, one RBI, one stolen base, one walk, and two strikeouts. His OPS is a six sixty one. Not horrible serviceable yep a lot of outside corner calls bearded daughter you are correct let me let me show that a lot of outside corner calls i have so many screenshots on my phone of just missed calls i'm like what what are we doing here that's it's not a it's not a strike it's not a strike i felt really bad some of those were real close some of those were real close there was one pitch where was it clev today just dotted him and I was like son of a bitch 
Couldn't do anything about it. It was it was dirty. Didn't like it. Didn't like it at all. Um, going back to Kyle Tucker, though. I'm sorry. Kyle Tucker. How many steals do you think Kyle Tucker is going to have this season? I think what at least think he ends up with at least 30. At least. My 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 like the number that I keep getting stuck on is like 35. I think that's I think that's what I'm going with too. Because he was at 25 last year, right? Last season? Something like that. Let's see. I'm I'm like I'm on his re- baseball reference page. I can tell you it is. It's 25. 107 RBIs, 25 stolen bases, 30 home runs. He is I think he's going to get 35. Uh, you know what Kyle Tucker's OPS is? Talk, talk about good OPSs. A 1.062. That'll that'll do, pig. That'll do indeed. So, when you got Kyle Tucker in the lineup that, you know, will absorb some of the shittiness of the other players. But not when, not when like half, not half the lineup, like a third of the lineup. I know, I know math. I don't know math. I'm not that Asian. (laughs) Are shitty players. So it cannot absorb all of the, all of the things. Cannot absorb Jake Myers and Mauricio Dubon and Martin Maldonado. It can't do that. Can't do that. Also shout out Corey Jolks for making your major league debut. And getting a hit. Do you think? Do you think that ball is in a safe somewhere for Corey Jolks? Or do you think it's like on a mantle? Do you think he's a mantle uh, guy? He, oh, it's definitely on a mantle. He's got it. I, I, saw, I know he has it, yeah. but like, but is it out on the mantle, or is it like safe in a safe? Safe. No, in a safe? I think it's out on a mantle. I don't. I don't, th- I don't think it's to that point. Now, maybe ten years from now, when he's like, you know. Tearing, tearing up the league, then maybe you stick it away. You know. Okay. I don't. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think ninety percent of baseball players, they all have their first hit. I don't think they have it locked under key and insured, and you know, I don't think it's that serious. Okay. I. I don't know. What would you do? Are you kidding me? That I would. I would go around with the ball and be like, "Hey, you see this ball? It's my first hit." My first hit in the big leagues. You wanna know what this you wanna know what this ball is? It's my first hit. And it, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be on a mantle. I would carry that shit around with me. But I mean you wouldn't have it in a safe locked away, like, hey, it's in Fort Knox. I'm sorry, you can't you can't see it. No. You'd be like, no, 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 I got I got it right now. I would be I would be carrying that around. It would okay. it would be perched on my shoulder. And then people would be like, Why do you have a baseball on your shoulder? I'd be like, Oh yeah, this it's my first hit in the show. Thanks. Thanks for noticing. Because, you know, I'm that guy, girl, whatever. Yeah. Shout out Corey Jolks. Do you think Corey Jolks is going to get traded away? Do you think he's trade bait? He could be. It's it's really interesting. In On one end of the spectrum, when you look at outfield depth, he's a corner guy. He's not a center fielder. So when Brantley comes back and Jordan plays there and Tucker's basically – there right what do you do with him you got you got you got a, a, a 
Dubon, who's like your super utility guy, but he represents an outfielder. You've got the Jake Chaz show. So you, you technically have five outfielders. There's no way you're carrying Corey Jokes. Yeah. No way. And then and then when you think about, okay, well, I think Yiner can play some corner outfield too, right? I think so. I think he's got so, he's got corner outfield and first and catching. And it's clear that they they want to keep Yiner around. Right. So no reason to keep Corey Jokes, which means if he's wasting away at Sugarland, I think I think when when people are going to call, he's going to be the first name that they ask for. When but do it's you a think month. do you think that's why they're they're playing him now though to kind of show him off and be like, hey, like look what we have. Who Absolutely. Needs, who needs a corner outfielder? Look what we have. This is Corey Jolks. And I feel really bad. I feel really bad. And I'm really surprised he didn't go in the five, in the Rule 5 draft. I don't think you can feel really bad when you think about, all right, now now he's he's clearly blocked forever. Right. At least for uh, – uh, let me put it this way. He's clearly blocked for the next two, three years. Yeah. You know, if for some reason, which we don't even want to talk about, a certain uh, king decides to get the bag somewhere else. Then you got to figure out king's ransom. FYI. Then, then you got to figure out. Then you got to figure out that that position. But uh, Jordan's locked away long term, and I think they want him to play left field. Right. Uncle Mike, he's a short term deal. But then you got that kid Drew Gilbert, who he's coming. Dana said it. Everybody said it. He looks amazing. Yes. Um, Melton. Another one. Yep. So. Yeah. So we've just, we've got all of the outfield, apparently. <laughs> just all the outfielders. And I don't know enough of the minor leaguers and positions. Like, I know names, but I don't know positions. So Dearden can play all three outfield spots. Okay. I think Gilbert can play all three outfield spots. What and can then, Melton play? Is Melton all three? I think two? he's a. I think he's a corner guy. Okay. I think he's a corner guy. So. So. Yeah, I just. Corey Jolks knows that when Michael Brantley comes back in three-ish weeks, he's going to be the first on chopping block, right? Like it's not Caesar Salazar, who surprisingly made the jump over Corey Lee. I see. So. I wouldn't say it like that. The way that Dana made it sound, which makes a lot of sense, is that Corey Lee is a starter. He is a, I want him to play as much as he possibly can because he is the future of that position. And Caesar is more the backup, the platoon guy. So he can sit and watch and not get the reps. Corey's the better hitter too, where, where I think Caesar's the better defensive catcher. So you want him swinging a bat. You want him seeing you know, potential big league pitching. Sure. That's, that's how we can frame it. I mean, yes, like all of those reasons totally make sense, but you cannot as a, like if you were Corey Lee and you didn't make that club and a guy behind you leapfrogged you and made the club, like you can't tell me that you wouldn't, that wasn't a punch in the gut. That's exactly what he said. They interviewed him. It's exactly what he said, but he said they also made it very clear where they see me, how they view me, and what they needed me to do was to get more time on the field, and that Caesar wasn't getting it because of what we talked about with Maldi. 
Maldi's going to play 90% of the, the reps. Right. So it does Corey Lee no good to just sit around and watch. They're like, yo, we want you swinging a bat. Yo, we want you behind the dish. So in that aspect, Corey took it well. His, his interview, so good. He made it look like, I understand. This is about my future. They're looking after my future. Cool. No problem. Right. You know, I, I, if I'm if, if anybody should be upset, it should be Caesar, who Dana basically said is a backup. And Caesar's like, wait, what? Excuse me? Like, but now Caesar did well in spring training too, though. Like yeah. he he did. He did really well. But now will he when Caesar goes back down, will he go back down? Because he wasn't was he in triple A? Mm-hmm. I thought um, he was. I thought he was in double A. I thought he was I think in you're on right. the hooks. I think you're right. So will he go back to the hooks or will he go to triple A? Just depends Which... on where they need him. They've oh, got okay. Luke Berryhill uh, that started at Sugarland. Okay. And he looks really good. Also, uh, quite the singer. If you haven't <laughs> right. heard Co- him, <laughs> country singer Luke Berryhill. Yeah. Slash. <laughs> if slash baseball catcher. doesn't work out, yeah. he'll he'll definitely have something to fall back on. So. Uh, not not too shabby on the eyes either. Mm-mm. Wow, I sounded really old. Good God. That, I sounded like the old ladies that are trying not to be creepy, that are just creepy. That's what I sounded like. Good uh, you, you're over there like, he's a tall drink of water. <laughs> uh, you said that, not me. I'm just kidding. Jeremy Pena has my heart anyway. So, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's you one of those and 8 million other women in the city of Houston or whatever. The, are you kidding me? All, all around, all around. He would. He also will be in the in the tight pants competition, but he's already <laughs> losing. He's already losing because Karen Check and Robbie Ray and um, Spencer Schreider. So, so he's not a one seed, is what you're saying. He's a two. <laughs> he he may not even be a two. I don't know. I'm gonna have Whoa. to do some studying. Apparently, I will have. I'll do some. I will do some studying. I Expl- explain that to Mike when you got pictures of just baseball legs <laughs> he knows he knows and that was and that was one of the reasons why He's like you're not even looking at their arms nope nope yeah. knee knees and thighs that's all i yeah. got here mike knows that's half i say half the reason the two main reasons that i fell for for my husband was his blue eyes and his hot ass there's there's no there was no question on it and he and he starts laughing because he's like yeah i was a pitcher <laughs> hey. like, okay, that's fair. that's fair so uh bearded otter has a question about would you all would all of be would i cannot read would you all be more concerned about the starting pitching death short answer is kind of but not really we're gonna we're gonna dive into Hunter Brown here because Hunter Brown is our our JV light, as we like to call him. Young JV, because the boy looks exactly like Justin Verlander, his wind up, his stuff, all of all of the things. Um from Detroit. So him getting that start in Detroit, super awesome. Love that. Love that for him. So I am not super worried about pitching depth. I'm only on a scale of like one to 10. I'm like at a 3.7 worried. How about you, Tom? Oh, more like a 1.7. Like, okay. Look at you. Like, listen, listen, 
Listen, Linda. Linda, listen. There are six pitchers currently right now that they have that they're kind of, right? So you have Framberg, CJ, Luis, Urquidy, Hunter, Ronel Blanco, who you cannot sleep on because he looked really good. Oh, he was filthy, man. And and they're 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 grooming him, they're stretching him out to be a starter. Yep. And then you have Lance. There's also Forrest, who's out there looking like he wants to be a contributing member of an Astros team. So I, the only question is, is if you're worried about their y- being young, being on an innings limit. All right, we're we're we don't want to we don't want to. Tommy John, we don't want anything like that. So maybe they don't push him to 200 innings. It's rare the pitchers get to 200 innings anymore anyway. Framber did it last year. I think he was the only Astros pitcher to get to 200 innings. So that would be the only thing. Other than some crazy injury, I think they've they've got plenty of depth. You just hope they all pitch well. I mean, you really can't afford it for, for the fan base, I guess, if nothing else. For Urquidy to have a bad month or, right. you know, Luis to have a bad month, then you start to worry. But as far as the arms, they got plenty of arms. And then I honestly think there's potential for them to go get uh, Susie's favorite, you know? If, if, Corbin if, Burns, uh, you are yeah. an Astro. Yeah. I hope, man. I hope. He's, he's clearly frustrated with uh, Milwaukee. Milwaukee's GM is a former student from the Astros tree, so to speak. Um, you know, Milwaukee and Houston have made plenty of deals before in the past. Some that did not work out for the Astros, but I don't know. Let's we'll hope, see. man. Let's hope. That would be that would be amazing. I would love it if Corbin Burns would come over here. Uh, Bearded Otter says, ooh, I did forget about Forrest. I want him to do well. Yeah, we all kind of forgot about Forrest. We all and kind of forgot about Forrest. And the crazy thing is he's still crazy young, too. You know, they got him straight out of high school. He was a high school product in San Antonio, so Texas kid. And looked good, was the number one prospect for a while, and then just injured, you know? did, did I did the shoulder thing. I think he had Tommy John as well. And this is the first time he's been healthy. And he's looked really good in spring training. So if he can keep that going, there, I think we see him this sometime this year for a spot start or something. He's going to start in Sugarland, so... Yeah. Hoping it um, works out. I, if we could, if we could, if Force Whitley does well, we bring Force Whitley up and then we DFA Phil Maton. We trade Phil Maton. What do we, what do we do with Phil Maton? Is it Phil Maton that's on the chopping block or is it Seth Martinez? Oh, I, I love Seth Martinez. Rob, I, Rob, I also. Rob would, Seth would Martinez. have problems. He would have, he would have, comments for you if you even oh no 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 i don't i don't want it i don't want it to be seth martinez but let's be honest those are the two options if forrest whitley came up right like we're not like i don't think that they're gonna move ronel blanco back down we know that they're not going to touch any of the any of the core of presley naris stanick well maybe stanick montero abreu so really all that's left is Maton and Seth Martinez. Well, Maton, you got it, you got a DFA. So if you're getting if you're giving up on Maton, then you're giving all the way up. I think Rennell could go back down. You think and it 
and and yeah, he's got options. He's young, so he could bounce back and forth. Seth did it like twice last year, where they said, "Look, you've done everything we've asked you to do, but we, we it's a numbers game. We need you to go down." So they could probably do the exact same thing with Ronell, and it wouldn't be like the end of the world. Seth handled it like a pro. He's like, "Look, they told me." We just need you to keep working. They said, this is nothing about your performance. You did everything we asked. You pitched well. We just, we just, they had Christian Vasquez come in and they just didn't have enough roster spots. So it'll be probably something like that. Fine. Whatever. <laughs> did you see where I'm going with this? I just really wanted to DFA Maton, apparently. I'm with you personally. Uh, I, I know he had his moment. There was, there was a, a moment in time when, Phil Maton was a thing and the evil stare and, you know, no smiling, blah, 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 blah. But when he costs himself and, and potentially his team, you know, World Series championship because he was upset because his little brother got the best of him one time in a meaningless game. Right. I've got problems. You know what I mean? You got to think big picture, bro. Tell me why I'm looking up Matthew Boyd. Because Matthew Boyd apparently is the starter for the Detroit Tigers tomorrow. And I'm looking Matthew Boyd up on baseball reference. Oh, you know what? I forget. I'm on StreamYard. I can I can show you my screen. I forget this, guys. Um, I'm used to not, not having the screen that I can share. Sweet. Oh, oh. Why does it say... That what? for 2022, he's he was so he was on Detroit for forever, mm-hmm. then he went to Seattle and now he's back with Detroit. Yep, he just said, I love Detroit so much, I'm gonna go back. Araldus Chapman did that too. Okay, I forgot apparently that Matthew Boyd went was on was part of the firemen of Seattle. I forgot, totally forgot that. I think he got hurt. Did he? I don't remember. So let's see, 2022 Seattle, he had a 1.35 ERA in 10 games, 13.1 innings pitched, allowed five hits, two earned runs, eight walks, three intentional walks, 13 strikeouts. Before that, in 2021 though, He had a 3.89 ERA in 15 games. That's not too shabby. Not too shabby. I don't look at win-loss. Do you, do you look at win-loss records, Tom? No, no, not at all. Not so much, right? Because of like the, like the team? Because you're all, hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, math, it's going to be Matthew Boyd versus Hunter Brown on Monday. Game is at 7-10. I can't wait for all of the people to be there for for Hunter Brown's game in Detroit. Didn't he play one? Didn't he play one in Detroit last last season too? Had his whole like uh college baseball team showed up. They yeah, the place was they they knew who he was. They were they were excited for him. He dealt too. So yeah. He clearly so, wasn't too big for the moment. No. Love me some Hunter Brown. I hope that he does well. We'll see if Hunter Brown can be the first Astros pitcher to go six innings. Hopefully, maybe. Fingers crossed. 
to be honest, with the way the bullpen is, do, I do. I don't. I don't think they really have to push that if they don't want to. Give me the five. Get the win. Bring bring your boy Stanek in in the sixth, and boom, 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 boom. You know, Naris, Montero, whatever. Bearded Otter says Matthew Boyd can be good, but he can also pitch a home run derby. Let's hope that he pitches a home run derby. I would love to see a home run derby. Me too. You know who I would love to see in a home run derby? Chaz Jordan. McCormick. No, I would love to see Chaz McCormick. Not in not in like an actual home run derby. Oh. In like a home run derby that Matthew Boyd pitches. <laughs> okay, okay. okay? I was That's about what to I, say. Okay. I want to see I want to see Chaz McCormick. Because I swear on everything. If Dusty and apparently Dusty has the lineup set a couple days in advance. That's what he says. If he has Jake Myers, Mauricio Dubon, and Martin Maldonado all in a lineup again, I will. I'm not going to yeet myself off a building because that's just dumb. <laughs> but that I will. There will be many angry words again. Just so many angry words. And I feel like we're going to see that. I feel like we're going to see that lineup again at some point in time, which we shouldn't. It's a bad lineup. It's a bad lineup. Okay. Again, like like I've said, uh, you know, since the season started, the Astros don't have to be great right now. They just have to maintain and and, and tread we water. Have to, we have to tread water. Yeah. When, when when reinforcement shows up, then it can be then then we can criticize to the nth degree. Do I do I want to see Jake do well and Chaz do well? I want to see Chaz just win the job outright. But do I need? Uh, Corey jokes to hit the cover off the ball. Do I need Yiner Diaz or Caesar South? No, I just need you to have a night like Tuesday. I decided to go ham the next three or four nights. Somebody else will carry the load a night here or there, and then and then the team will be fine if they go, you know, what 25 and 15 over the first 40 games, and then. Uncle Mike and Jose Altuve show up and then they just run off 15 in a row. It won't matter. Okay. I want you to know Matthew Boyd is a left-handed pitcher. So if Jake Myers is in the <laughs> lineup. We riot. We we are going to riot. We are going to riot. Because there's just no way. There's just no way. Um, now, what? there was a lineup. Was it last night's? No, it wasn't last was it last night's game where the lineup was? Let me see. The lineup was not there. Where are you? Pena Bregman Jordan. Jose Abreu, Tucker McCormick, Hensley, Yainir Diaz, and Jolks. <laughs> that's that's their best lineup right now. Yeah. With Quite honestly, I was not expecting I was not expecting that lineup like at all. Loved it. I thought Yainir Diaz did a great job behind the plate calling the game. I think he was calling the game though, right? Like right? I don't think it, I don't think Javi was calling his own pitches, right? Um I don't know. I didn't pay. I didn't pay that much attention to it. Uh, I, I wonder if Yiner's getting it from the dugout and then relaying ah. it back. Okay. Well, that, that makes. That's I guess that makes sense. That makes sense. It wasn't. Um, sorry. Jose Arquiti. I'm done. I'm like, cause Javi Javi did the first game or second game. I mean, 
Um, but I mean, shout out to the White Sox players though, because they they had some amazing plays. Luis Robert, is it Robert or is it Robert? I feel like it's Robert. It's Robert. Okay. Uh, Rob Tuck of two, I would say home runs, don't you think? I, I feel like they would be home runs, or at least extra base has hits. The last, the last play, I think, was going to be a double, okay. and it was going to score two runs. It was going to make today's game really interesting. Yeah. So that sliding catch that he did today, that was whew, nice, very nice. Good job, Luis Robert. And then that that one that up against the fence. Where when he jumped into the fence, I literally was like, "Yeah, see, Jake Myers wouldn't have made that catch." I was like, "Wow, I'm a petty bitch." <laughs> but you know who would have made that catch? Chaz, Chaz McCormick would have made that catch. Not Jake, not Jake Myers. <sighs> Anyways, so we play. Let's let's see the schedule for next week. The schedule for next week, we go to Detroit. It's going to be cold in Detroit. I feel like it's going to be very cold in Detroit. Cold weather normally means the ball doesn't carry as well. Tends to lead to lower scoring games. Uh, I play a little DFS and in daily fantasy, that's normally the rule of thumb. You, you check the weather just to see, obviously, wind blowing and wind blowing out, but Anything under 70 degrees tends to – the ball becomes a lazy fly ball as opposed to something that carries out when the temperature is warmer. Don't like that. So we play Detroit. No. We don't go to Detroit. We are home. I thought we went to Detroit. I'm dumb. Well, then the ball should be flying out in the juice box. Hooray. So three games, three game series against Detroit, Monday, Tuesday, night games at 710, Wednesday, a day game. Why did I think we were, a, I, I legit thought we were away for Detroit and Minnesota. You normally get used to, all right, we get one at home, time to go out. But no. So Detroit, three games, and then it's Minnesota away in Minnesota. On the 6th, off day on Good Friday, and then Minnesota for 8 and 9 on the 8th and 9th. So, both day games. Both day games. Interesting. So, Detroit, probable pitchers. So, for that first one, we have Matthew Boyd. Probable pitcher for Tuesday. Is it Matt Manning? I feel like it's Matt Manning. It's Framber Day is what it is. Framber Day. It is Framber yeah. Day. I think he's going to deal. Matt Manning. I am right. Hurrah, Susie. Good job. <laughs> Don't ask me anything else about him. Don't know anything else about him. But apparently I know his first name. So two mats in a row. And then on Wednesday, it is Eduardo Rodriguez. Maybe he'll show up. Maybe he won't. Who knows? C-Rod. Against Javi. Should you know be. what makes me sad? Javi has a 5.4 ERA. I'm like, 
It won't stay that way. He'll be fine. I know. It still kind of hurts, though. Austin Nola has a... That hurts. A 12.27 ERA. Bearded Otter, I don't know who you are, but you are a wealth of knowledge. Matt Manning (laughs) is the Tigers' best pitching prospect. That may mean nothing, though. Didn't... Who is it? No, it's not Spencer Torkelson. They had another... I thought they had another pitching prospect that was, like, up and coming that hurt himself. Um, It will come to me later on, and then at some random point, I'll be like, blah, that was his name, and then I'm going to feel dumb. They do have a a lot of young talent. Um, it's, It's rare, like, it seems like A.J. Hinch might be able to Hey, I was the architect for the Astros when they came back. And then, you know. Casey Mize. Thank you, you Bearded Daughter. That is who I was thinking of. See? Bearded Daughter is a wealth of knowledge. Shout out to you, Bearded Daughter. That's a fun name. I like it. (laughs) So, yeah. I feel like, I feel, I feel like we should, we should sweep the, the Tigers. That's what I feel like. But it's baseball and anything can happen. Like the Rangers running a train on the Phillies. <laughs> the Athletics steal one from from the Angels. Tommy John and out this year. Yeah. That was for Casey Mize. I, so maybe, maybe, maybe we'll sweep them. Maybe we'll be in the upside down. I hope we're not in the upside down. If we're in the upside down and we lose to the Tigers, that will be worse than the athletics because I definitely expect the athletics to win because I've just been conditioned that whenever we play the athletics, the Astros lose. So hypothetically, the Astros win the series, but lose the game that Chaz starts. Are you going to be okay? Jake, Jake, Jake plays well. No, I will not be. And okay. Jake plays, because you're not. already going to be upset because Jake Jake's out there. I'm already going to be upset that Jake's out there, and then I'm going to be upset that Jake played well. <laughs> I'm looking forward because, to the next back that Astros up then. Because I'm a hater. Now I've officially I've officially boarded that train. Ooh. I am done with the Jake Myers experiment. Done, and watch. Like I hope. I hope. That he does well. I hope that he proves me wrong. I hope that we get the Jake Myers from 2021. That's when he hurt himself, right? In the in the Chicago DS, right? Mm-hmm. I hope we get that Jake Myers back. Because that Jake Myers was tearing the cover off balls and hitting the ball real hard. <laughs> and and and, di- and diving for balls. Diving for catches in the outfield and doing the things <laughs> making you, all the plays that you want your center fielder to do. I want that guy back. Mm. If he becomes that guy again, I'll eat my words. I will eat crow and I will apologize. But so far, so far the Jake Myers experience has been a hot pile of garbage. Just a, just a very big hot pile of garbage. 
We'll see. All the garbage. We'll see. We'll see. I, I, I would bet money that you're probably going to see at least one game with Jake Myers in center field. At least one. Oh, yeah. If not two. If not two. Let's see. Well, Edward, tomorrow, Rodgers, tomorrow, you- Taz should play. There's no reason. And and Twitter will come. I mean, everyone will come for Dusty if Jake plays with a lefty on the hill. Eduardo Rodriguez is left-handed too. So maybe Chaz will get two out of three. If if Jake Myers, Jake Myers may get the Matt Manning start because he's right-handed. You know who else is going to start that game? Mauricio Dubon. Mauricio Dubon. <laughs> so it's going to be Jake Myers and Mauricio Dubon and Martin <laughs> Maldonado. Hooray! The best hitting lineup we have. Is that the day game? Or is that the... Is that the... That's the Tuesday night game. Okay, okay, okay. Because I was so, contemplating going to the day game. The like day game playing, is playing hooky is, from work. Is the Wednesday game? Is the is the Wednesday game with Erod on the bump and Hobby? So Erod's the left lefty, and then um, Matt one, Matt Boyd is the, is the lefty versus Hunter Brown. Matt Manning righty versus left-handed uh, Fromber. And then Wednesday, the day game. So we shall see. I fucking, I'm going to call it. We sweep Detroit. Woo. Say it with your chest. I can't because I don't technically believe it. I really do think, I think we'll get two out of three, but I'm, I'm putting it out in the universe. I'm putting the positive thinking vibes out in the universe. And I'm saying we sweep the, we sweep the tigers. Man, that's going to be so tough. You just basically outlined how Fromber will have a really bad lineup to go to war with against their a best really, pitching prospect. A really so I can see it be one of those one run games, something like, you know, he could be on the wrong end of like. Oh, a another... two to one game? Yes, yes. Well, like I said, I honestly believe that we're going to go two for three, but, you know, I want to sweep. I'm, we're not going to get a sweep. It's going to be two to three. It better be two to three. It, it should be. It should be we take two out of three. Mm-hmm. Hell, it should be that we sweep. But whatever. A lineup with Jake Myers, Mauricio Dubon, and Martin Maldonado is not going to... I don't know. Someone's going to clip this and be like, look at Susie talking shit, y'all. <laughs> Put that on your bulletin board. Okay. Bearded Otter says the Rays swept them, so it's 100% likely. That's true. That is true. The one thing that scares me is that AJ won a couple games last year, and it was like, the Tigers? And it's like AJ Hinch, you know, just out there managing his tail off. Right. Same thing with the Orioles, man. (laughs) But I'm with you, Bearded Otter. I I think that the sweep is likely. Let's hope, man. Let's hope. All right. We've been talking for an hour and 20. Tom, I appreciate you. Pick up Shelby Slack. <laughs> Shelby. Just not just just having all the lives. No, I'm just kidding. She's she's at a conference. But next, <gasps> there's something fun coming up for us. And we're very excited about it. We have very special guests. We're f- I think we're recording Good Friday. We have very special guests on Friday. 
if you are an Astros podcast listener and a fan of the Astros broadcast team, where is the common link between those two? Dun, dun, you, dun. May, you may have just a guess of who our guests will be. I'm going to leave you that. I'm going to be very cryptic and mysterious because apparently it's a thing. That's I'm awesome. Very, I'm very excited about it. Shelby and I are very excited about it. So with that, we will say good night. Thank you guys for listening, writing, reviewing, doing all the things. If you like what you hear, please go rate, review, star, do all the, do all the fun things, do all the nice things that, you know, you do for podcasts, podcast hosts, podcast shows, shows. Anyways. And with that, we will see you next week. Tom, tell the people where they can find you. On Twitter, at Third Coast Tom, spelled out. Uh, on If you're looking for a slightly different podcast, something a little bit more PG-13, you can sit the kids down with you and check out. Uh, me and my co-host Rob, we do a podcast, the Astros Baseball Podcast. A lot of the same stuff. Just a little bit more PG thirteen. I love what Susie's doing. I this is this is way more fun to do. But <laughs> I got kids. Don't. I got. Well, no, no, no. Not not because I don't love Rob. I love Rob. But you know, occasionally being able to let your hair down a little bit, say all the things. I'm you know. A, I'm telling Rob. I'm telling Rob that you like the, that you like our podcast better better. Than no, no, no. I don't. I I mean, I like to be able to talk like that. You know. Um. I just but want yeah. to stir shit up. You know. uh, big spoon. <laughs> um, no, 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 no. We have a lot of fun. We, we we definitely enjoy the Astros. We're trying to see, we're trying to talk them through, talk through all the things, you know, with, with everybody listening. So uh, find that wherever you find your podcast. Uh, there's also a YouTube channel. You can check us out if you like watching as opposed to just listening and uh, come check us out. Hooray. Um, and Tom's socials, I think just his Twitter handle though, is in the show description. So go look at that. If you want to follow Tom, find the show notes, all that fun stuff in the description. So with that, we will say good night. We will see you guys next week. Um, and with that, we will close the show. No, we won't because I have not hit the button yet. I haven't found the button yet. There we go. Uh, and with that. We will say, yay baseball!